0: that's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. PDL report prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18+. plus. Hey, what's going on, Mr. Sam Kerr?
1: Hello, hello. Not much. Just uh taking a little break at work here.
0: <laughs> what, what 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 what's the real job?
1: Oh, I'm a mechanic. I actually work on uh transmissions.
0: Dude, that 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 I I dig that because that, that instantly I was given the the a flashback of what it was like to go to the camps for the Grateful Dead. You always had to have a mechanic.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. And a couple extra hoses, and extra this, extra that. <laughs> Jumper cables.
0: So when you go out there on the road, they, you're the doctor on the car, huh?
1: You could say that.
0: <laughs> well man, this song can't breathe. I'm telling you, I mean, I mean, the drums, the drums are so attractive on this song. Thank you. The, the, I mean, the way that you, you, the, you know, how you, how you're bringing that, that beat forward. What, where did that come from? Where did you sit down one day and say, "Hey, look, this is this. I, I want to do something that that you're not hearing anywhere else."
1: I suppose it came from that. A lot of it just came from, uh, my, I want to say my, uh, you know, my, a lot of my influences. I grew up with around a lot of R and B, and I love that. You know, just you know, straight two four kind of kick pattern. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you know, when I started to kind of grow as a musician, I kind of dived into you know a little bit of metal, a little bit of this, um, and uh, I got a lot of uh, double bass influence from that. And I wanted to incorporate that on a you know a track. And this was well, there's a few tracks, but this is definitely one of them.
0: Well, the fact that you're using real drums in, in, in an age that's you know that has gone so EDM.
1: Yeah, there's there's been a few bands I, I've played with, and um, they do a lot of you know programming drums and then the drummer will come up and try and uh you know redo that on stage and it just doesn't happen and i'm definitely not one of those drummers i do not like doing that if it's if you can't do it in real life you, you know you can't do it
0: well that's that's to me that's part of a great rock band man that drummer because i mean there, there are many times i'd go to a show and what am i doing i'm watching that drummer because you talk about you know releasing your expressions
1: yeah oh yeah it's a great way to do it great workout you know
0: one one of the things that I love about your band is that you guys you guys are very upfront and very transparent with with your fans and followers that that you you are you are not part of the establishment that you you are who you
1: are. You've been listening, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, and that uh, that comes from um, our guy Tony, and you know, I'm on the same page as Tim, and we all kind of met, and we all kind of agree on the same same thing. So it really it really works out. and we uh, definitely don't want to be like that, especially doing some, you know, the last year or so, we've been doing a lot of uh, advertising and this and this and that, um, as far as marketing goes and promotion. And one thing we've come across a lot is there's a lot of people that you know they they'll go buy stuff on Twitter to get you know Spotify plays and YouTube views and um, just I mean did, did just the other day we were listening to a uh, interview with um, Eddie Trunk, yeah, and he was talking about how you know Taylor Swift and a few other of these artists what they do to get you know their their name on the charts. I think the last one was bon jovi that i happened to um but what they do is they uh they sell these packages and bundles uh with all this merch and other things and they include the album on there and then you know since the album is on there i guess it's considered as like a like a sale so bam they go right up right up the charts
0: isn't isn't that like the way they used to buck the system anyway because the, when an album was was going to come out they would sit there and
1: ridiculous especially when you start researching it and you know reading things it's really crazy
0: (laughs) which is why they call it the music business and you know and why why, why there's such a lack of trust in it
1: (laughs) yeah and you know it's funny you mentioned that um because you know i've been in the automotive business for a long time man and mechanics are not um considered or deemed you know very trustworthy and they (laughs) always say hey it's hey it's uh you know it's really hard to find a trustworthy mechanic well uh you know diving into the music business i've kind of been hand in hand about the same amount of time and um music business is definitely dirtier
0: <laughs> so then how because how, i mean i i thought it was very fascinating to see behind your name management i mean you're the dude you you've got to stay focused
1: yeah i have to and sometimes it's uh it's a bit difficult but the, the guys keep me on track so it's really nice to have that extra support
0: are, are you the one they send out to shake the hands and kiss the babies because i mean you you've got to make those connections
1: Basically, yeah. Except I'm not the one wearing lipstick. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, no, it's uh, it's something I've uh, kind of been bred into. Just as a young kid, I've always been, you know, talking to people, and I've been kind of outgoing. I've been uh, a lot more reserved, you know, the last few years. But that's a story on its own. Uh, but yeah, with the with the music, um, that's uh, that's what I uh, what I enjoy doing. You know, booking the shows. Uh, uh, booking shows, talking to people to promote, um, all the other good things that go along with that.
0: How has that changed since COVID is starting to open? You know, things are starting to open up again. Are are the are the clubs you know trying to score the bigger deal, or what? What happens behind the scenes?
1: Um, you know, as far as the clubs are concerned, they're the same. As for, for as far as I'm concerned, they're they're about the same as they were when they uh, when COVID hit. Um, I mean, maybe there's a few clubs out there that are doing things a little bit differently, but I mean. As far as the L.A. scene, Hollywood scene go, um, I mean, it's the same business, pay to play. You got to sell tickets, um, show up, uh, you know, you got to have a deposit, all that good stuff. Yep. Um, so they're not very lenient, um, not very lenient at all in that department. Um, but, you know, it's, it's OK. You know, you got to you got to work the ropes a little bit and, and you know see, see what you can do for yourself.
0: You guys been doing things on Sunset Strip?
1: I'm sorry, say that again. Have
0: you guys been doing things on Sunset Strip?
1: Yeah, we recently had a show there at the Whiskey. Oh, yeah? Um, there's a few uh, a few other things that we're going to probably have going there. We're working on getting a show at the Rainbow right now, but I can't really tell you when that's going to be. Um, and a little bit further north from that, we're doing a show in January at the Universal Bar and Grill, which is a kind of a hot spot. It's right down the street from Skinny's in North Hollywood. Oh, God. See, see,
0: th- everything that I've been reading lately about the L.A. rock scene is that it's it's really big and it's got to spread out and across this nation. And and, of course. and you know, and it's and it's and it's going to take you know the artists that that they that can do it to get out here and make it happen.
1: Exactly, that's what we're aiming to go for. And especially you know, we're we're a newer band. Even before COVID, we um we were trying to you know grow our fan base and we started to just get a little bit of traction going. And then you know it hit and everything stopped. And we're like, oh, we were like almost there. So we're trying to. Redo the same thing we did uh, a couple years ago. That's a bit difficult, but we're gonna get on it and get out there. And you know, that's uh, that's all we can do for the time being.
0: I'll tell you, kudos to your lead vocalist. Every frontman has got to have their own sight and sound, and that those vocals have got to sound like rock. Or we're not we're not checking in.
1: Exactly. Yeah, and he's doing a great job. He's uh, you know he always tries to compare himself to this or that. And you always tell me, go, Gary. You know, you you kind of you have something unique, man. I mean, this is this is uh, this is different than a lot of stuff that's going on nowadays. I mean, it's close to what's going on, but um, I would say you cannot put it in its own box. It's a, it's a, it's a in a box of its own.
0: Yeah, because for the past, I'd say fifteen twenty years, we we've been uh, you know oversaturated with Maroon Five, and that to me is not a rock voice. That's a pop
1: voice. <laughs> it's A pop voice, definitely a pop voice. So now, yeah, and uh, that's 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 okay you know yeah uh, i'm totally with you on that you know we're um we're big on a bunch of guzzins roses stuff and you know some of the the newer stuff um like i'm i'm a fan of uh um, Axing <clears throat> Alexandria and a few other groups in that kind of genre, uh, but which have big vocals. But I mean, as far as like just rock and roll, classic rock and roll, it's it's great to hear that that loud, powerful voice.
0: One of the things that I've taken note of when it comes to these tours and stuff like that lately is that you've got the Guns and Roses of the world that are taking on uh, you know new acts and stuff like that on the road, as well as country music artists are taking on rock bands with them. You know, right? I mean, it's right. it, it, it's like there's like a collaboration of sounds right now.
1: Yeah, and that's great. It should be like that. I mean, the the more uh, exposure you can get, the better, and the more people you can bring to a show, I mean, that's that's even better because if you just put yourself in one area, I mean, you can only expand so much. You need that. Uh, sometimes you need that extra boost.
0: Yeah. So when when you put together, or when you when you sit back and, and you're a real person and you're watching a show such as The Voice, because they've got some rockers on it this time around, how how do you react knowing that you the business that you have? I mean, is it is it like me with martial arts? If I see someone trying to do it, it's like ah, you haven't grown enough. It, it's it's all about maturity.
1: Right. Uh, well, as far as watching goes, um, I can't really pinpoint that because if if I'm in a you know in a crowd at a concert. I'm there to kind of escape, so I'm not really there to critique anything. Or, but you know, there's there's times I do, and uh, half the time, I mean, I really really enjoy it. There's just there's a few acts that maybe I would say, oh, this this and that, but I kind of tend to reflect on that later, especially if I'm in a, if I'm in a live environment.
0: Wow, looking for that escape—that's one thing that I can't do as a as a DJ. I mean, I, every song yeah. <laughs> that I play is is like, uh, my God, it reminds me of this moment, then this moment, then this moment. I can't, you know. So if I hear something or if I see something live, it's like, oh crap, I'm I'm not even here anymore. I'm thinking about that moment.
1: You're thinking about that, yeah, and you just gotta you gotta let go of that, and that's a, that's a hard thing to do. That's I the, struggle with that myself sometimes.
0: That's the manager in you talking, isn't it?
1: <laughs> I believe so. <laughs>
0: so what's next? I, I realize you got the the one the one show that's coming up and everything like that. How how do we break beyond where we are? Is it is it because everybody seems to be t- uh, talking about 2022 around February where everything's will will we'll bo- bust open.
1: Yeah, uh, as far as moving forward goes, um, it's just it's just a matter of playing more shows getting out there. Um, You know, we're working on we're working with a guy uh, right now currently that might be able to help us out with, um, you know, getting uh, getting some more fans to shows because that seems to be kind of a um, a trick and uh, it's been a trick I guess we haven't quite figured out yet. Yeah, it's uh, it's got to be so know.
0: competitive because I mean one of the things that uh you know we we got spoiled as as fans of music because everybody got so intimate on on their Zooms and all that kind of stuff with their fans and now it's yeah. like you want me to want And now to everyone's
1: work? lazy, you know yeah. everyone's lazy. They just want to stay home. <laughs> I mean I get to stay home, but I'm a, I'm going a to get outside kind of guy. So like, hey, you know, come out to the show. Why you got to stay inside? There's a there's uh a, a thing I've been hearing around. I can't really give any details cuz I don't know if I'm allowed to, but I've been hearing about this company that's going to make this virtual sort of um i don't even know what you call it but basically it's like they put smoke smoke mist up in your living room and basically you watch a live concert <laughs> oh, uh you know without having to go anywhere and it's like what's like a hologram there you go, that's the what i was looking for um so i'm really curious to see how that pans out and man if that goes through i mean no one's going to go anywhere
0: <laughs> wow. See, I, I just heard I just heard about this with uh, there's a huge, huge uh, R&B festival that's coming and everybody's upset because there's talk of the of the hologram of Tupac. And I'm going, well, why would you be upset with something like that?
1: I mean, I wouldn't be upset with that no. at all. That'd be pretty interesting <laughs> to see. I mean, yeah. I mean, if you did it for every artist, that's a different story. But for one artist and it's Tupac, I mean, come on.
0: So did you guys you know? did you guys do some home studio recording during during the lockdown and stuff like that and, and send each other tracks?
1: Oh, uh, you could say that. Usually how it kind of works is everyone will, because I have the, the man cave that has all the fun equipment in it. Nice. Um, so yeah, we all live kind of close to each other. So they come over, we kind of write it down or track it down and we'll every, you know, two or three days or so, we'll come back at it. Um, and this, this is just a prep for, you know, when we go to the recording studio, because that's the last thing you want to deal with when you go in the studio, you're on the clock. You know, you're paying for the that's time. It, that's it. Hey, uh, we got to figure this, this and this out. It's like, well, crap, man. You know, like we should have figured that out like two weeks ago. But we're pretty good at um, dialing it in. And then when we get, you know, to the studio, this guy we've been working with, Tim, um, he's he's been really good at adjusting things and saying, hey, you know, this needs to be here. This needs to be there. So that's been really nice.
0: I can, I can so relate with that studio time in the way that, you know, you know being my, a radio disc jockey with a huge ego, it's one of those things where I went into the studio to record, but before I did that, I was doing car commercials. And so when I got to the studio, couldn't sing a, a note, couldn't do it, because my voice was no. thrashed.
1: Yeah, just from talking so Yeah, you know they they say that uh, talking with your voice is actually worse for it than singing with it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, especially when you're Ooh. doing that. This is it, the big car sale of the year. You know? Oh <laughs> God, I couldn't
1: imagine. Yeah, you probably went home with a sore throat most of the time, huh? I went home with an empty pocket. How about that? <laughs> that that sounds familiar.
0: <laughs> so now, are you guys cruising the, cruising around in a bus, or you got a van? What you guys got going on?
1: Uh, currently, we don't have anything. To be completely honest with you, um, like like I said, we're we're still. This is this is um, this is still very fresh, very green. Yeah, because yeah, and I- that's one thing we're hoping to um, you know get in the future is that, and that way we can you know hit the road and do do certain things, do little tours. Um, and and we'll see what happens. That, that's
0: one of the things that I love about Eddie Trunk is when he'll sit there and talk to these major league bands, and then then he goes, "Okay, let's talk about the pre-bus days." And and I'm going, "Oh
1: my <laughs> God, let's do talk about those days." Yeah, you want to hear about them. You want to hear about them. <laughs>
0: yeah, because you know everybody thinks that you know that you know that these bands are big, you know, like superstar h- heroes and all that kind of stuff. But man, we right. but when you're sharing the bus with four other guys, oh come on now.
1: Yeah, and, you know, they say, oh, it's an overnight success. You know, (laughs) uh, what happened to the other five or six years, they were trapped inside a a van or a car or something, and, you know, they could barely eat (laughs) (laughs) or whatnot.
0: I tried to pull that one on Iron Maiden, and they just kind of laughed at me and said, we haven't even been discovered yet. We're still growing.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Uh
0: (laughs) So where's the website where listeners can come and give you guys some love and really, really start supporting you?
1: Um, As far as that goes, I would... Start with the Instagram page, just be Strange Legend Official, uh, and then after that, our actual website is www.strangelegend.com. Uh, Facebook, YouTube, uh, all the same thing. Strange Legend Official. You can find us there. You know, like, subscribe, all that good stuff. By the way, that and is that, that is a nice up.
0: looking website. You guys, you guys spent some money on that. That it, it's it's good.
1: Yeah, well, thanks, man. Yeah, you'd uh, you'd be surprised, but we actually uh, we kind of whipped it up and uh, put a cherry on top and <laughs> called it a day uh, without spending a uh, you know too many bucks. So yeah, I appreciate that. Thank you very much.
0: So the name Strange Legend, what what where's that come from?
1: That comes from well, I can't really give away the uh, the secret the oh, secret. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> uh, no, no, it's okay. Uh, but we want uh, if if anyone is out there, you know, listening check it out. Just keep in mind that we want it to be, you know, we kind of want it to have its own its own meaning. And that nice. could go with any fan out there. They can have it mean whatever it wants. But, um, but I, I,
0: I, I love that because Led Zeppelin was one of the most mysterious bands of all time. Why? And look at what Kiss did, you know, the, myst- the mystery, the mystique of it all.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's what that's what people, you know, enjoy. And that's, uh, you know, a good way to get it out there. You know, it kind of gets people sucked in i guess you could say and keeps them sticking around
0: you bet you bet man it's that connection dude you got to come back to this show anytime in the future sam i mean the door is always going to be open for you
1: great i appreciate that very much
0: excellent you got to go back to work now
1: <laughs> uh yeah you know i could uh, i could drag on a few more minutes it's, yeah. it's okay no one's watching <laughs> what what's the one thing that everybody's re-
0: you're out you're in california right Yes. So, so I mean, I mean, you guys play by different rules when it comes to cars, with with especially with the emissions and all that stuff.
1: Oh yeah, the emissions are horrible. Uh, you got to have every the smog guy is very particular. <sighs> yeah, it sucks.
0: Does it change all the time? And then you guys, have, you know, the mechanics and stuff like that. It's like, come on now.
1: Basically, yeah. Basically, yeah. You have to. You have to really adjust. Hmm.
0: Crazy state, but I love that state though. I love that Pacific Coast Highway.
1: Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, and uh, I'm sure you've taken the uh, the coast up and down before. Oh, absolutely! Before. Oh my oh, yeah, god! It's, yeah, it's a beautiful, beautiful ride.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, dude, come back to this show anytime in the future.
1: Definitely. Yeah, I checked you out. Uh, I've been checking you out, and I I, I like the uh, there was a a story that you had with this uh, lady Rod. I think her last name was Rodriguez, and it was about Newton. Yes. And how uh, how the. Uh, Newton was, you know, a mathematician, but also he was like a low-key detective. I thought that was really great.
0: <laughs> See, that that's why I, I live by the mantra of share your story or someone will write it for you. I'm going to come and get the story.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. You got you to gotta get it out there. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, another thing you should consider, too, uh, in the future, um, you should have our guy uh, Tony, Tony Spain and uh, Gary come on because they sure have a hell of a story to tell about traveling from, you know, Cuba and France and how they made it here. Oh my God! Uh, so yeah, yeah, keep that into consideration.
0: Oh, I definitely will. What I'll do is I'll, t- I'll I'll hook up with Jody, and Jody's the one that hooked us up. So I'll I'll make sure that we make that happen.
1: Right? Yeah. Yeah. That would be great.
0: Actually, and then we'll connect all the all the all this, the interviews together and stuff like that, and then we'll have this big package
1: for everybody. That sounds like a really good deal.
0: I love it. I love it. Will you be brilliant today?
1: Will do. I appreciate your time.